you could write amazing articles and that be your zone of genius and absolutely crush it. But we get told this is the right way and your way is the wrong way. No, there's a million different ways to do business. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by success. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Sex desire is the most powerful of human desires. When driven by this desire, men develop keenness of imagination, courage, willpower, persistence, and creative ability unknown to them at other times. So strong and impelling is this desire for sexual contact that men freely run the risk of life and reputation to indulge in. When harnessed and redirected along other lines, this motivating force maintains all of its attributes of keenness of imagination, courage, etc., which may be used as powerful creative forces in literature, art, or in any other profession or calling, including, of course, the accumulation of riches. Napoleon Hill. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, your mistress in business. I am here with my most amazing guest, Karen Hewen. Karen, thank you so much for being with us here today. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. Awesome. This is going to be super fun. Give us 5,000 foot view of who you are and what you love to do. So I'm a neuro-linguistic coach that works with introverts because introverts are always told that they're not enough, that they need to be loud and out there and act. Basically, they get told to bullshit all the time. And I work with them some, nope, just be your authentic self. You have skills, you have tools, you have tidbits, you have all these things that will make you successful. And this is all about keeping it up. And the more introverts try and bullshit, the quicker they burn out and the quicker their business goes down the drain. So I help them make it sustainable. Nice. I love that. So let's back up the bus a bit. And how did you get into all of this? Honestly, because I was in business and I was hiring coaches that would tell me, fake it till you make it. Stop being a baby, do these things. It's, this is how you're successful. And it was like, but this is killing me. This is draining my soul. I'm hating being in business. I don't want to work because it's exhausting. So I had to find another way. And that's when I found another way through neuro-linguistics. It's like teaching your brain to rewrite how you talk to yourself and to teach yourself that you are enough, that what you offer is good enough. And it's, it's that whole thing, you know, if you, if I'm too much for you, for who I am, I like to tell people, you don't say, oh, go away. You say, if I'm too much, fuck off, find less. <laughs> because no one should actually change who they are fundamentally to make people happy. Nice. And that, that is your strength in business. That is your strength in life is to be you. Absolutely it is. And I love that. So you're preaching to the choir. So let's get into a little bit of, um, well, let's start with you. And when somebody comes in the door and they're like, hey, I need your help, what, what's your process that you take them through? Well, first we have a conversation. What is it that they do? What is it they're trying to achieve? Because I believe in problem solving. If you're here, like, oh, I'm in a business to make money. Well, then guess what? You just fold the, close the doors now. Cause if you're just in there to make money, that's not going to keep you going. You need to solve a problem. So we dig down to the problem. Then we also, I work on them as a personality side. 
what are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? And when we assess all that, it's, just, it's probably the first conversation when someone hires me, it's like an hour to 90 minutes because we, we, I'm kind of getting them naked on a personality and that personal side to find out who they are. Forget the business for a minute because it's about authenticity. And I want them to put themselves on a plate in a way that feels good to them, but does help them grow their business. Nice. And once we dig out those, we can go, okay, so here's a strength. Why aren't you capitalizing on this? Let's look at how systems, what processes, what things can we fundamentally change in your business that lean into that strength instead of all the other stuff that people have told you to do, though it's completely wrong for you. I love that. Well, and in my experience, I have found that a lot of entrepreneurs go through the same thing. They're thinking I have to be this high A type personality. I have to be, you know, the D high D and disc profiles. I have to be outgoing. I have to be out there. And it's like, well, you can, <laughs> but it's, that is going to be a harsh reality real quick for you. Because when we do it, we get really high off and it's like, I can do this all day. This is awesome. <laughs> and then other people are like, Okay, I'm just tired watching you and this is no fun. So for those people, and I empathize with you deeply, I also find that because they're trying to emulate, they're trying to emulate in marketing, they're trying to emulate in sales, they're trying to emulate in fulfillment. And it's like, okay, dude, you should be like, don't you like to write or things that you get to do in your own time? Like, why don't you do your marketing in blogs? Or why don't you do your marketing in emails? Or why don't you do your marketing and where you get to go and write and do the things you love to do? Am I on the right track? You're on the right track. The one thing though, a lot of people, this is a misconception. People think that introverts can't get up on the stage, that they're oh, shy wow. people. That's, that's bull. We can do all those things. It just has to have a purpose for us, which is why I'm like, what are you fixing? What's your purpose? I can get on stage and do an eight hour presentation, be totally energized while I'm up there. But the minute I walk off that stage, I'm like, just leave me alone, go away. <laughs> I, I, need, I need like a glass of wine margarita or maybe a couple of vodkas and i'm just going to go sit in that chair and do not even dare to speak to me <laughs> and you reach out uh but all the time people are told like no you have to be go 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 hustle hustle it's this hustle culture there's nothing wrong with hustle culture but we've glamorized it so much that people that need to take that break and they need to recharge and they need to do things differently think they're doing it wrong you don't have to be a YouTube star to have a successful business. You could write amazing articles and that be your zone of genius and absolutely crush it. But we get told this is the right way and your way is the wrong way. No, there's a million different ways to do business. Oh, absolutely. And in fact, some of the best people I've seen on stage, both speakers, actors, and otherwise, were total introverts. <laughs> But all of a sudden, they just kind of come to life and actually in bed, too. Uh, just kind of mm -hmm. like, wow, where do you come from? Uh, they are they are an interesting kind of they have an interesting dilemma. Let's put it that way, because they see that, you know, they want to get out. They want to be in front of people. They want to be making money. They want to be helping people, you know, immensely. I find them. Um, on par, much more concerned about what other people are achieving and how they're getting their results. And, uh, and that's an important uh, attitude to bring to the workplace, like, bar none. Well, I can answer kind of a couple of things you threw out there with why they want to help. Also why they're so good in bed too. I can tell you exactly why an introvert is. Two of the introverts hidden gifts are observance and listening. 
you get someone who won't listen and won't watch what you like, guess what? That's going to suck. And not in the good way. But if someone's paying attention and listening and watching and taking note, that's different. And the same goes for business. When they watch, they take notes, they observe, they see what the trends are, they see what's going on. They can look at your business and go, oh, okay, you did article on this and you had this increase here. We need to go down that rabbit hole. That makes things more enjoyable, both for the introvert in business and their audience. It's a give and take situation. And extroverts are more like, hey, look, I'm flexing. Let me show you what I can do. I'm amazing. And they get really into it. And what they have is they have this motivation, inspirational, go out there and get them superpower where they can make people go, oh, yeah, oh, I got this. I can do that. And I got attacked by a dog. Appreciates <laughs> <laughs> your enthusiasm. That's all. Awesome. Yeah, I know. But extroverts have this. They they build up this mo- motivation, this inspiration. They make people think, "Oh my god, I can do that." And introverts, what they do is they watch and they listen and they pay attention and they dig into the little nitty gritty, and that makes them very successful for the reciprocal side of it. And it's the same in business and the same in relationships and the same in bed. Introverts tend to reciprocate better. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Can't lie. <laughs> Say I don't. So w- when it comes to working with people, who do you love to serve and support? Who is your favorite? Well, introverts. Of course. <laughs> of course. Any aspects yeah. of them? It, it's about the purpose for me. What are they solving? How do they want to make the world a better place? And I'm not just talking about, like, they don't need to want to end world hunger. It's, are they serving a client to make something better for someone else? Are they providing a service that makes things easier? And it's all about that more fulfilling role. Because some people do get in business because they're good at it. They make money at it. They're very talented at it. And that's fantastic. That's great for them. They don't need me. They don't need me. People who need me is like, hey, I want to help people do this, and I don't know how. I want to be this, but I'm not sure how. And I'm also very much so about they have to be inclusive. They have to be diverse. I don't want to help people who are like, well, I only help this particular, like so niche down that it's like everyone else can go jump off a bridge. They need to be open and wanting that inclusion that betterment of the world nice so what does that one do for you and two what does that do for their business when they have that kind of mindset well for me it actually helps me develop marketing plans with them because one of the things about introverts we don't like to just bullshit We don't like to feel like, well, we're talking about this. What we do is it's like, okay, so this is why we're doing this. This is what makes us feel strong. This is what makes us help people. And that helps me develop a full marketing plan with you because we can turn it around the story, their desires, their plans, and it helps them lean into that, which makes them feel more fulfilled. And when an introvert feels fulfilled, they're more likely to step out of their comfort zone. They're more willing to talk on a stage, talk on a podcast. They're more willing to create a video because it's that fulfillment, that purpose that is fueling them 
rather than, oh, I just have to talk. So it brings up this relationship between myself and the client that creates a 360 degree view of their business rather than just the one side. I like it all to be integrated for them because it makes them feel authentic. It gives them passion, purpose to move forward. Right. Well, I would also think that it helps them if they're in a position where they're stuck to go, well, at least I have that inkling, like I'm willing to, because they may have been overcoached in the past and they've brought themselves to that over niched place when it's like, well, yeah, I, I am, but it just doesn't feel right. Or it doesn't feel good. Right. Yeah. And it gives them something to hold, to hang on to, because a lot of the time people get so fixated on money. I mean, money's good. We like money. I mean, who doesn't, right? Right. <laughs> but sometimes we need a little bit more than that. We need something else to hold on to, to go, okay. Because I'll tell you, I've been in a business before where I was so overcoached and I felt so tired, so exhausted that I actually walked away from something that was generating six, multiple six figures per month in revenue because I was just dead inside. I couldn't handle it any longer. And you need that fulfillment. You need that purpose. I think you really do. And I think a lot of people get confused that they think that that um, overwhelm and burnout is because they're doing six figures a month or more and not realizing, no, it's got nothing to do with that. You can make millions and be ecstatic every day of your yeah. life, or you can make nothing and be burnt out. Like it has there. That's not where the correlation lies. Yeah. No. People can make a million dollars a month and think that will make them happy. But they'd be miserable, lonely, sad, afraid, and just like boring. Work, home, work, home, no play. If you're not playing, you're not living. And this is part of it. I help clients find that way so that they feel enthusiastic. They feel passionate. They feel powerful. I want to make business sexy. You've got to feel the most confident. You've got to feel like alive when you're in there. Because if you're not feeling alive while you're doing it, don't bother. Right. And I've often said the way people express that happiness and that joy can be totally different. I mean, when I'm happy, I'm singing, I'm dancing, I'm loud, I'm out there. When my partner in business is happy, he is staring at a computer and his brain is there. He can't hear anybody. He can't hear anything. He's just engrossed. It's like somebody reading a book and they're in that other world. Like it, it doesn't have to be similar. So what are some of the kind of spectrums of how people express their happiness or how they experience happiness, if you will? It, it really is so varied. I know I have clients that when they're happy, it's content, it's like that peaceful, like they can sit there, have a cup of coffee and just stare off into space. And I know people go, well, why are you so sad? No, I'm just, I'm here, I'm happy, I'm just content. And it's that peace. Some people crave that peace, that just gentleness. And that's totally okay. And then other people, they're only happy when they're off on a cruise or on the, they're going to like the Bahamas, they're jet setting around the world and that's what makes them happy. And it can be any degree in between. It is personal. It is so incredibly personal. And that's another thing I help my clients with is you have to carve out that time to do something for you every day. If you're not doing something for you every day, you're just working until you drop. And your clients and your customers, they feel that. 
they see that they see people who are exhausted they see people who are tired they see that well no i don't really want to work with them because they've got too many clients and i won't get the priority because they're so exhausted they're so tired and you're actually pushing people away by not taking care of you and not finding your happy absolutely and a lot of people think that in that space of contentment that they can't make money because they're not interacting with anybody, which <laughs> I don't want to blow that out of the water. But what do you tell people that go, oh, I can't be calm and relaxed because, you know, obviously you're not making money while you're doing that. Okay, there's the problem. You're not making money while you're calm and relaxed. Let's fix it. We need systems. We need funnels. We need <clears throat> fundamental things put up in the background that automate things that you do. I don't do things that make me uncomfortable or make me miserable because that takes me out of my zone that my thing is working with the clients you look on some of my social my social medias look like they're absolutely pushing hopping comments have got like 100 comments on something i have people i hire to do things that make me miserable if it's something that absolutely crushes my soul i don't do it I find someone, I hire them, and I let them do the job. Because then I can go, hmm, I'm taking two days off to do this, and my business still runs. I have systems. I have automations. I use software. I use tools. Guess what? I take a day off. My business is still doing the job. The only thing it can't take away from me is the one-on-one -on -one coaching or the group coaching that I do with individuals. My courses, my recordings, my systems. I don't need to be there. I can walk away for a few days. No problem. And that's what I teach clients to do. We need to get you set up in a place where you have things that lean to your strength in place, automatically running. So if you do need to take that time to walk away, great, go take a day, go take a week. But if you've not got your business where you can walk away from a week, we have some fundamental things to shift in it. Nice, I love that. So give us an example of one of your Cinderella stories of one of your clients. So I have an author. I have an author that has been writing for years and never published a single book. Because every time it came to that, hit the publish, submit it, they started to go, oh, well, can I? Should I? Maybe it's not good. I need to work on it some more. Well, it's been edited four times. Maybe a fifth one's the charm. Never published a single book book and had been writing for two decades and wanted to call themselves an author but it's like well that's where I'm happy that's why I'm doing these things they now have three books published nice because it was like and I know this that's not a money story but that's a I help people get over that fear I help people get through that block that's stopping them doing something that holds them back I have another client who was spending more time working than living and they were oh well i work 18 hours i sleep for four i'm constantly running around i don't see my family i don't see my friends i don't do anything we transform their business into all one-on-ones to group systems and now they've had the time that they're working they're seeing their friends they're seeing their family they've tripled their income and they're working less. And they were like, how am I making more and working less? Because you're working smarter with systems that work for you. You're not spending all your time doing the tiny things that drive you crazy. Because first thing we did is got them settled with a VA. 
to help them do the things that took them six hours a day. And this VA was knocking them out in an hour. Nice. Makes sense. Right? Well, and, and even the, the author story, like, so three years ago, four years ago now, I guess, I had this idea that I would start the Little Blue Pill for Business. and go, no, okay, this is great. And let's start a podcast. And I didn't start because of the tech. And it was just, I didn't get that you had to put it somewhere before it went out to the world. And it's kind of ironic that I own a tech company. <laughs> so I probably could have asked anybody. But I finally got around to uh, talking to uh, Doug Sandler. And he set it all up. And it was like, poop, within a month, I had 13 episodes out. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it was that easy. It was like, and during COVID, it was my saving grace. So I get it that not introverts want to necessarily do podcasts. Although I do know a lot of introverts do podcasts and they're awesome podcasts. But for me, it was the thing I needed to be able to get out and talk to people. And I've been able to talk to people all around the world during COVID, which was awesome. Like, and that saved my entire life. Whether or not I made any money off of that was irrelevant to me. It was just, I needed to get out and talk to people. And that helped me to get through the rest of my days. So to me, it's paramount and monumental to be able to have that satisfaction of this pent up frustration, not knowing what to do with it. And I totally get, you know, <laughs> the business equivalent of erectile dysfunction is you really want it and it's pent up and you can't do anything about it. And you gotta get it out there because that's a self-expression that's, you know, that's your soul fulfilling itself. Exactly. And sometimes they know they want the clients, they know they want something, they know they want to do it, but they're so caught up in the how, the why, the where, the who, the when, that they cause this overwhelming, like, I'm going to fuck this up if I do it. Mm-hmm. And because they have that fear, they stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I tell people, you're going to mess it up anyway. Look at penicillin. Penicillin is the base fuck up in history. Yeah, it saved the most life. It was never intentional. It never meant to be. And someone screwed something up and went, oh my God, this will save lives. What if your mess up? What if your mistake? What if your screw up is the biggest thing to impact the world and you're just not doing it because you're scared that someone's going to go, oh, what a bad idea. If it's a bad idea, they'll forget it in six months. Just do it. Absolutely, they will. And I mean, to me, it's, it, it business and sex really does have a, a direct correlate in that, you know, no sex is pretty. The only sex that's pretty is porn and they have six cameras and a makeup crew and everything else. Like it just doesn't work that way. Like you gotta go out, you gotta just go and do it and have fun with it and chill out and, and especially get out of your own way and back to our, our original conversation is be more observant about how people react to it, but you, you can't see how they react to it until you put it out there. Right, exactly. And like with Pond, yeah, it looks good. But if you heard some of the interviews with these people, it's like, ugh, it's exhausting. It's tiring. I hurt. It's not, oh my God, I, that guy stunk. You know, you hear all this stuff. Okay, so it looked pretty, but it was the crappiest thing in the world. We're still human, no matter what. We're still human. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it doesn't, it just really doesn't matter what <laughs> what somebody's Facebook life looks like reality mm-hmm. is completely different. I oh, yeah. love that. So what are some of the stumbling blocks? We've gone over obviously a few of them feeling stuck and, and not getting that fulfilling purpose and doing things to appease other people. What other kind of things are people 
going through right now and they're thinking, oh my God, Karen, I need you so bad. They're constantly told that things need to be one way and it's these five steps to success. Grow your business with these three simple things. You know, you've seen them all. The Facebook is littered with them. Like every third post is an ad about four steps to win, three steps to a hundred thousand. They do this and they're like, well, how, how am I not at six figures? Because they're trying to follow these set routines that are designed for someone else. And normally the way these people are making money is by selling these set routines to the next people without looking at their individual business, then looking at them as a person, looking at what they want. So it's this individuality. They're trying to fit themselves into a box. And sometimes they're a round peg and they just don't fit that square box just right. And people need to realize that we need solutions that are designed for them, not for everyone. Because when you start looking at individuals, you have different answers and different solutions and different ways forward. And I help people who those set things don't work. They feel like, oh my God, I feel like, I feel crap doing this. I feel shady. I feel like the car salesman, like the Danny DeVito character from Matilda, like I'm gonna put sawdust in the gas tank and turn the thing back. That's how they makes them feel. And they're looking for something that's just more true to them and more personalized and allows them to express themselves more openly. So that is one of the biggest reasons people come to me is they're looking for that authentic way to talk, the authentic way to express themselves and to do business without exhausting themselves. I love that. I think it is so important for somebody to have somebody like you that they can go to that knows who they are without knowing them. Like you create a space that they just get to be them and suddenly it's okay to to not be all those things that you should be and to just be open and honest about god i'm just this is who i am this is the way it is it's almost like we're we're closeting people and their introvertedness and they got to come out of the closet and say hey i'm an introvert it's like hey awesome go over without that much like good get over here Oh yeah, we all suffer from this. We all suffer with not wanting to put parts of ourselves out there because we feel like we'll be judged. But here's the truth. Who you are is why people need you. It's not this persona you put out. It's who you are is exactly why they need you. I know I go through it myself. You know, I teach people this. And then like in the last couple of weeks, I realized, well, I'm not sharing part of myself because I was worried about being judged. So I went, screw it. Put it out there on Instagram. Like, there you go. It's out there. Deal with it. And the people that came to me were like, wow, now I need to talk about that. And I need to express that. So you've got to be willing to be vulnerable because that's how people relate to you. And introverts are part of being vulnerable because we're told so much that it's wrong. Nice. Love, love, love. Again, you're preaching to the choir. This is awesome because it's to me, again, it's when people realize everybody feels shame, everybody feels embarrassed, everybody feels like it is just a human emotion. That's all it is. There is a spectrum of human emotions and we all feel them. But when we get stuck in the one side of it and we don't give ourselves permission to feel the other side of it, then it's, I mean, life's just not fun. It's meant to be a spectrum of emotions that we're feeling and shame is totally okay because it allows us to then feel empathy for somebody else that's not proud of this thing that they have. 
And this thing that they have, they've just been told that it's wrong. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be black hair. It could be green hair. It could be, you know, introverted, extroverted. I like reading books. I don't like people. It's so what? That's okay. There's a ton of you out there. You just got to find each other. And the funny thing is, if you go back in history, introverts were actually revered in business because they were the hardworking, the book people, the ones that did all the notes. And then around about the 80s, we shifted to this power version. The people had to be the center of attention in the office and be the loud, the, the person who jumped up and down on stage. We need both sides. We need the extroverts. We absolutely need them. But we've gone so far to the extreme where we're telling introverts that they can't be themselves. They have to be extra. No, we need both sides of the coin in order to make business well-rounded, make it sustainable and keep it going. Love it. So I know our listeners are gonna want more from you. How do they start their journey with you? Go to blossomtosuccess.com or you can find me on pretty much most social medias as Blossom to Success, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, all those kind of good places and reach out and we can do a quick discovery call, see what it is that you need and go from there. And uh, one of the things that I do always do a free discovery call. I have you list out your social medias. I go and look, I see what you're portraying and you'll leave that call with at least two or three things that you can impact your business right then and there. And should you want to continue further, you'll end up with full marketing plans, full NLP plans that you can really dig in and do that work on your mindset and help yourself develop systems both for business and yourself mentally and physically to grow into that best version of yourself. I don't believe in changing who you are. I just believe that best version is buried in there and we're gonna dig it out and let the world see you in your stunning gloriousness. I love that. Awesome, so I have to ask you, at what point in time did you know that you were a special kind of crazy enough to become an entrepreneur? When I decided I just couldn't work for somebody else anymore because I would get mad at them I would have to be biting my tongue all the time. And it's like, if I'm going to tell someone where to go screw themselves. I need to tell myself that, not someone else, because I will just get in trouble. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, you can't just walk around the office going, fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> right. And honestly, sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes I don't like to wear pants when I work. So like online's perfect. Because, you know, you have to be comfortable. <laughs> An awesome. office kind of frowns on that behavior. Yeah they kind of do. <laughs> That's awesome. Any last words for our peep, peep scaring? You've been awesome. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it immensely. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time today. It has been an absolute blast. Last words. Yo, there's billions of people out there. Sorry. There's billions of people out there. You don't have to make every single one of them happy to be successful. You just have to be yourself to connect with your group of people. And that's how you're going to make the biggest impact in the world. Love it. Love it. This is Michelle Nedelec. Peeps, thank you for being here with us today. Be sure to subscribe to the show in your favorite podcaster app so that we can help you get it up and keep it up when you need me. We love being love here for you. Thank you for listening to the Little Blue Pill for Business podcast with your mistress in business, Michelle Nedelec. Why are you still here? Go to littlebluepillforbusiness.com and get your goodies. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to share it with somebody else that you know would enjoy getting it up in business after you subscribe to the podcast, of course, so you won't miss any future episodes. 
Now, check the notes for links. Oh, and only tell your wife if she's into this, you know, entrepreneurship. And I'll see you both on the other side.